Hello, and a very good day to you. My name is Jim Harris, and this is Heritage Bible Radio. Heritage Bible Radio is an extension of Heritage Bible Church in Boise, where it's my joy to serve as the teaching pastor. Every day, we devote our radio time to studying a portion of the Word of God so you can know Him better through Jesus Christ and serve Him better through your local church. This week on Heritage Bible Radio, Pastor Jim will walk us through the fourth chapter of Mark, verses 21 through 29. Jesus was teaching in parables by this time. And in this passage, we will hear more of those, along with some metaphors. In seeming rapid fire from the pen of Mark, Jesus talks about a lamp, listening, measuring, giving more to those who already have, and a man casting seed. What does this all mean? You'll understand it all and how it all ties together by the time you finish this message with us this week. Here is today's part of the message entitled, Lighting, Listening, Waiting. But there was one thing at one point in history upon which the Pharisees and the Sadducees cooperated fully. It was their joint hatred of Jesus that led them to work together to try to get rid of him. And they actually didn't care who cooperated in the plan as long as they did. There was also the group of the Herodians. They'd take anybody into that party to, as long as they agreed that Jesus had to be killed. Now the Sadducees hated Jesus because he was a threat to their wealth and their status and their influence. When he twice entered the temple and drove out the ones who were there profiteering at the expense of worshipers who came for the various feasts, that was a sharp poke in the eyes of the system of the Sadducees because they're the ones that granted the franchises to the people who did the merchandising in the outer court of the temple. Well, the Pharisees hated Jesus because he was also a threat to their sphere of influence. He was a threat to their grip on the spiritual lives of the Jews throughout all of Israel. The Pharisees delighted in binding heavy spiritual burdens of works righteousness on the people. They delighted in putting on public displays of just how righteous they regarded themselves to be in their own religiosity. So in the later months of the great Galilean ministry, the the Pharisees took the lead in attacking Jesus in public. Jesus didn't have very many confrontations with the Sadducees until he was back in Jerusalem because, after all, why would they go across the tracks way up there into Galilee where those poor people lived, where the, the riffraff were? So it was the Pharisees who were doing the daily combat with Jesus. Well, in the latter part of that great Galilee ministry, the Pharisees in Jerusalem sent their heavyweights up to the region of Galilee to to, to do backup for the Pharisees who lived there in their opposition to Jesus. Time and again, they tried to argue with Jesus, to undermine Him, to plant distrust in Him to disprove him somehow. And every time they did, they ended up humiliated and they went away all the more contemptuous toward him. 
Sabbath after Sabbath, we've already seen this in Mark, Jesus kept doing and saying things that exposed the spiritual bankruptcy of the Pharisee system because the Sabbath was their day of all days. That was where they showed off the most and put the most burdens on the most people. Well, the crucial day finally came. We we saw it in Mark chapter 3. That was when, with the backing of the big guys from Jerusalem Jerusalem, who'd come up to Galilee, that was when the Pharisees and their scribes (coughs) came out in public with what they had been murmuring in private for months. Remember how Mark told us? And we're zeroing in on our context now. Mark 3.22, the scribes who came down from Jerusalem were saying, he is possessed by Beelzebul. And he casts out demons by the ruler of the demons. Beelzebul, remember, was a a mocking name for Satan. They they made fun of a word from one of the um, um, religions of the land and turned it into Beelzebul. In other words, the Pharisees not only didn't care for Jesus, they not only didn't believe in Jesus, they called him openly satanic. Now, that's the historical context of our passage for today. That day was a big turning point. Now, the grammatical context includes a sudden change of style in the way that Jesus spoke to the crowds, which he immediately adopted once the the unbelieving cat was out of the theological bag. When they had openly called him satanic, things changed. Mark chapter 3, verse 23, very next verse. And he called them to himself and began speaking to them in parables. No longer the straightforward, simple teaching like he did in the Sermon on the Mount. (coughs) But now, using stories and illustrations and, and, and analogies. And from that moment on, for the rest of the time that Jesus was in Galilee, he spoke only in parables whenever he spoke to the crowds. He used these stories as analogies for for two reasons. One was to hold back as much as possible from those who were rejecting him. He didn't want to give them more fodder for their um, theological hatred. And it was at the same time, while he was holding back from the unbelievers, it was to give new information to those who truly believed and were willing to follow him. We've been sneaking up on this. We've already done three sermons on the first 20 verses of Mark chapter 4. And in the midst of that, we've read this every week. I want to put put it to you again. Mark 4, 10 through 12. As soon as he was alone, he'd spoken some parables to the whole group. Then he got alone with his people. As soon as he was alone, his followers, along with the twelve, began asking him about the parables. And he was saying to them, Here's why the parables. To you has been given the mystery of the kingdom of God, but those who are outside get everything in parables. I'm telling you something, and I'm leaving it as confusing for them as I can. He goes on to say, and he he uses some words from Isaiah, so that while seeing, they may see and not perceive, and while hearing, they may hear and not understand. Otherwise, they might return and be 
forgiven. So anybody can turn at any time and be forgiven, but what he's saying is, I want you to know new things, and these guys get it in parables I'm not explaining to them. In other words, it's like riddles to them. Now, the new information that he was making known was, he calls it, the mystery of the kingdom of God. Do you remember that mystery, as it's used in the Bible, is something not revealed in the Old Testament, but then made known by God in the New Testament? The mystery, which is the underlying theme of most of Jesus' parables, is that now in this era of the kingdom of God, and hence it's called often the mystery form of the kingdom, in, in this era, um, it's called the church age as well, the king is not present. Rather than Jesus setting up an earthly kingdom in Jerusalem at that time, which was almost everyone's expectation for the Messiah, He was going to be away for a long time, and yet His kingdom would be being built. So that's a mystery. That wasn't revealed in the Old Testament. The Old Testament prophets had a a very difficult time discerning how Jesus could come or how the, the Messiah could come and die as a suffering servant, but also reign as a glorious king. How could that be? Well, they didn't see. They couldn't see because it was a mystery not yet made known. There was a first coming and there was a second coming. And when the disciples began to catch on that, that it wasn't going to be a kingdom right now and they were going to have to wait, I mean, they, they, they were thinking, well, you mean all week? You mean it's going to be next week and then he dies? And he says, I'll meet you in Galilee in 40 days. 40 days we have to wait? What do you mean? And then he ascends to the Father, and they say, you can't know the times or the epics, which the Father has prepared. So this was gradually made known. But that underlying theme is that something new is beginning. The kingdom without the king present. Now that time that Jesus is away is also called the the church age. Israel has forfeited her position as the centerpiece of God's work on earth during this era. It's only when she repents and welcomes the Lord Jesus Christ, which will take place at His second coming, that's when Israel is going to be restored to the position that God intended for her all along. But when the, when the, leader, the spiritual leaders of the Jews said that the Messiah was satanic, that was the turning point. Now something new is going to come. So in this age, the church age, God is calling together the bride of Christ, that bride that He promised His Son. It's also called the church. It's also called the, the body of Christ. It's comprised of not just, a, not just Jews, but Jews and Gentiles together. In this era of it, predominantly Gentiles, but always including everybody of any ethnicity that wants to believe in Christ. All who follow Him as Lord and Savior. Now, the first in an avalanche of parables started that day. That's the one we studied last time. The parable of the soils. During this era, the kingdom of God on earth is not a political entity. It's a spiritual reality in the hearts of true believers. It's analogous to a 
farmer scattering seed which falls on various kinds of soils which produce various harvests or lack thereof. Only the good soil produces a crop. If you would like this message on Compact Disc, let me know and we'll send it to you. You'll receive the entire message, not just the portion on today's program. You can order by phone at 353-4036 or by writing to us at 7071 West Emerald, Boise, Idaho, 83704 or on the internet at hbc-boise.org. Heritage Bible Radio needs your prayers and your financial support. Once again, you can reach us online at hbc-boise.org or by telephone at 353-4036 or by writing to us at 7071 West Emerald, Boise, Idaho, 83704. And if you need a church home here in the Treasure Valley, I hope you'll visit us any Sunday at 7071 West Emerald. For Heritage Bible Radio, I'm Jim Harris. See you next time. Bye-bye.